Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Glass of Wine. I am Zane C. Weber. And I'm here to usher you into the weekend and get rid of all those bothersome things that have been worrying you all week. Here with my wonderful co-hosts, both Gina Schwartz, how's it going? <laughs> and Andy Schossler, get the filth off me. I really thought you were going to say, <laughs> get the filth. Fuck it. <laughs> I would never jinx. Too early in the podcast for that. And we have a returning special guest, Shane Anderson. Hello, hello. Hi. Shane from Mighty Motion Picture Ranges and guesting around the place. Around the place. I just did a Disney one, I think. And that's right. And your next Disney one is <gasps> oh, actually going up against uh, Gina, isn't Which, it? Well, that's yes, the one with, that should be happening. And very I'm, soon, wait, very soon. Does that mean that Sword in the Stone made it through? We, no, we no. can't yes. say. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, did it? we can. Yeah. We can oh. say that because by the time this as is of out, the time of recording, oh. it's releasing tomorrow. Fantastic. Oh, okay, yeah. wait. I so, who are you up against? My favorite film. I was up, uh, who was up against uh, the, up the against, humor experiment. Up against Dottie May. Dottie May arguing In, for Bambi. Oh, that's a hard one because I haven't seen either. Wait, really? Yeah, I know. How? Watch a, sh- a Sword in the Stone. It's brilliant. It is a very oh, good film. So yeah. good. I'm sure it is. Yeah. But I just. But, yeah. We're not here to talk films just yet. We're here <laughs> not to talk yet, wine. Not yet. And this week we're once again sponsored by the Wine Gallery. You can find them at winegallery.com.au. Wine and we gallery. Have, Sorry. Thank you, Gina. No, I always forget to leave time for the for the jingle. It's Do they actually have a jingle or have you just made no, it up? No, I made that up. I'll, I'll, I'll work on a song. Email me, Wine Gallery. Uh, so we have a very interesting wine. This week, if you can um, call it that, yeah, something I've oh, would well, you, oh, I haven't tasted it yet. Okay, have so you? let me give the spiel. It is uh, Ngringa Uncultured Pet Nat. So Ngringa have taken their biodynamic philosophy to a more lo-fi level with this new release. It's a sparkling wine, but not as you know it. Mm. The style of wine is a petillant naturel, which is French for naturally sparkling. A style of wine made long before champagne was ever invented. Ah. Most wines in this style are cloudy and full of flavor, and this is no different. So it looks kind of like ruby grapefruit juice um, with an orangey salmony kind of color. The aroma mm. is yeasty but filled with a scent of orange blossom and some grapefruit pithiness, moderately fizzy and really refreshing. I'll tell you what, Zane, I'm just reading the label right here right now. It says... 11.5% alcohol and mm. approximately 6.8 standard drinks. Look, even if you don't like the flavor, get it for the <laughs> quality. I was going to say is that is that is that so I'm like the least expert of all experts cuz this is technically me breaking 
somewhere in the realm of about seven years of having not drank at all. Oh wow! <laughs> so I, it's not like it's not. I'm not like an alcoholic or anything. Though I've welcome, been tempted to pretend to be welcome. one. Welcome back to the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just don't tend to drink very much. But yeah. I was like, I'm on holidays from work. I need this. <laughs> yeah. Um. Is that good? Is that eleven point five percent? So That's typical. So oh, okay. six point eight standard drinks is how. So I go by standard drinks in a bottle, right? If I want to get really fucked up, 6.8 is a good time because I would we go through this. condone responsible drinking here in class of <laughs> We wine. do. And I am responsible because I'm an alcoholic, so that'll get me drunk but not trashed. If you, if you are It's passed not, out, not passed out and drowning in your own vomit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you are not so versed with alcohol as I am, don't drink the whole thing. Probably one to two would get you where you want to be. Cool. I, I think you have to have a specific palate for this. I, mm. I know it's not intended to be bitter, but without it being sweet, all those fruit flavors without the without the sugar come yeah. through as bitter for me. It it reminds me a lot of grapefruit juice. And grapefruit yes. is unfavorably bitter. I can I can see where it's coming from it feels very natural and i recently tried this new drink that's only in 7-eleven it's like in a can and it's natural soft drink with no sugar um okay. give it a try so it's the least fun thing you can find in a i was like i need not to be having sugar right now because reasons so i got this thing and it was not bad and this tastes like this it's like the if you're on a health kick and you want to treat yourself i reckon this would be the wine to go to plus it's very cute and it's actually not too what bad it i tastes appreciate like soft drink. about this wine mm. is that it doesn't taste sugary no mm. certainly and not once you've swallowed it it doesn't leave anything in your mouth. Like it no. doesn't have a strong aftertaste. It leaves your mouth feeling clean. It is refreshing. It is very it refreshing. Does, it tastes like a fruit drink. Yeah, yeah it um, does. With a bit of a without the with sugar. A bit of a without the sweet <laughs> kick. Yeah. yeah. So Gina, do you want to uh, play what we have come to call <gasps> yes. over the last few episodes the game? Mm. What would I? Oh, I'm so bad at this name. Now, Shane, the game okay. is guessing or suggesting foods that this would be paired with. Okay. Someone else go first. So I'm going to be think. I'm going to be literally giving like the worst worst kind of examples of this cuz I mean this tastes like Ricadonna to me <laughs> to be perfectly <laughs> frank, which is the only thing I really drank at like New Year's and things. So when I say uh, I was like haven't drunk, it's just I haven't done <laughs> New Year's Properly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, oh god, I don't know. Wait, wait. Let me. I need to take another sip of it. Okay, to, Andy, to be go, top. go. I mean, peach, peach and grapefruit, dry peach and grapefruit. Mm-hmm. It is very similar in taste to like a um a, a semi sav, semi sav yeah. blanc, or a, or a, or a very light chardonnay, even. So I'm gonna go with seafood. I want to have some. I want to have some fish with this. Yeah, look, I was thinking fish, but I know this is not going to be on there, but I'm going to say it anyway. Salad. I want to have salad with this. Something light. This isn't, I don't want to have a heavy meal with this. Well, I'm going to say none of you are particularly close. (laughs) I would say, uh, well, my guess would be terrible. It's uh, day old cold pizza. Like, you know, you've like, (laughs) it's the day after the party, and this is the one you know, like, that didn't get drunk. And so you're going to have this, and you're going to have the cold pizza because cold pizza. Tastes delicious. I will say That's this just is a Sunday the, morning. <laughs> this is the least wine-like wine I think we've Absolutely, had. Absolutely, yeah. 
But That's I really, I actually note. quite like it. I do. It's a very nice drink. I mean, very it, fresh in the mouth. It is a, it is a wine, but um, yeah, I would, yeah. I would not have called so, it a wine if it was just up to me. Yeah, absolutely. It. If yeah, someone if gave me this in a glass, this at random, yeah. Yeah. you wouldn't and drank it. I mean, you wouldn't think of as a wine. First yeah. of all, the bottle has a pop top. Like yeah, a, like, I mean that's like what a, I said when when I looked at the bottle. I was like, this looks like a fizzy drink, or yeah. or it looks like like Riccadonna, sort of yeah. a more champy kind mm. of thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, the food pairing is suggested to be anything featuring <laughs> stringy mountains of melted cheese. Well, there you go. You can put cheese on fish or roasted <laughs> and, and fried no, vegetable dishes. McDonald's. Okay. No, you really can't. <laughs> Hash browns. I can get on it. Or Hash, oh yeah. yeah, potatoes go with fish. Oh, or Thai, Malaysian, or Vietnamese dishes that pack plenty of chili yeah. heat. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely! Mm. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking of something fresh. Yes, love Some, it. Something that with a bit of kick that mm. this would kind of uh, complement. Mm, love it. I can definitely see pairing this with some Thai food. Mm. But uh, where are we all drinking it? All right. So I have spent an hour. Getting ready, and I'm looking very fine. Like this, I'm wearing heels. I'm wearing some type of nice and classy, slightly sexy dress. Makeup done to the nines, hair done to the nines, and I'm going to some sort of event. And it's not like a birthday party, but it's a very sort of high class event. And there might even be catering. And this is what I'm drinking. And it's on some sort of – it's a place in the city or near the water like um, Eagle Street Pier, somewhere mm. really nice on there. And the sun is setting and it's it's not – it's kind of like summer into autumn. It's not hot but it's not cold. Mm-hmm. So there's not a lot of layers and it's a really classy event and you're having a nice time but it's not a loud event. You know what I mean? Mm. Gina – <laughs> Something I've noticed about your where I'm drinking this wine. Oh no! Um, no, it's this isn't this isn't an insult at all. Where it's just I? an observation. The, your where I'm drinking this often often is uh, footnoted with uh, what I'm drinking this in. Is it what I am wearing <laughs> while drinking this? Interesting. You're right. Layers, no layers. Mm. Some uh, you've mentioned lingerie. heels and lingerie a few times. Yeah, I have. <laughs> In this one, I'm not wearing lingerie. I'm just wearing heels and a nice dress or a two. Just a nice dress. Oh, going commando, very. With, very yeah, I was going to say like no, no. Lingerie at all. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Nobody. Well, we know where DMs. this night is heading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> and at the end of the night, <laughs> I mean, what? No, <laughs> wrong podcast. Wrong podcast. <laughs> so I, this one has actually taken me again on a, on a rather vivid uh, experience. I'm on a river cruise, okay, with yeah. a lot of people, mm. and I have stolen this, sto- uh, stolen away with this wine, okay, up. Onto a deck somewhere where no one else is. Yeah. And I'm just sitting and enjoying it by myself <laughs> while the party goes on elsewhere, possibly like just about to go sunset and just drinking this wine by myself. I love <laughs> relaxing. that. I love that so much, but I'd be there and there'd be a man beside me. 
Ooh. That's the difference between us, Gina. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's this wine. It makes me feel frisky. <laughs> I'm like, yes, you know. Well, uh, re- high recommendation for all the gentlemen <laughs> out there. Fizzy yeah. drinks, guys. Fizzy drinks. <laughs> I'll go for it. Get me an uncultured uh, pet gnat and uh, I'll be yours for the night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say this, for me, I'm going to go on a completely different tangent. This is at one of those backyard parties, but where they've shilled out for a karaoke machine in a jumping castle. And this is about three hours in and we, the adults, kick the children off the jumping castle and go onto it, but we still want to have the drink in our hands. Yeah, absolutely. So, And this is the drink that accompanies taking over the jumping castle for me, I reckon. And because it it doesn't look like it'll stain like an actual wine. (laughs) (laughs) So if, if you happen to jump a bit too hard and you spill it somewhere, you know, you haven't just ruined your expensive, you know, Whatever. clothing. Yeah. Well, contrary to all of you, <gasps> oh. this is not something I would normally go for. So Okay, fair. I'm at home. Mm-hmm. I'm relaxing, watching some Frasier or Red Dwarf or something nostalgic just to pass the time. Yeah. I've had a few beers maybe. My wife comes home and says, you have to try this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's got me. Yeah. She's got me at a moment where my defences are, are wobbly. Down, are they yeah. down? <laughs> and she says, I was in the market. I found this. You have to try it. It's mm-hmm. delicious. It's wonderful. Yeah. And I do. And I agree with her that, yes, it is refreshing something and nice. Something to try. And, yeah, not something I would have normally gone for, but I'm glad I did. Yeah. I can imagine this being a great palate cleanser between like, oh, yeah. courses of, of oh, dinner. Oh, my, my yeah. My immediate reaction was that it was bitter. I have not mm. had that on subsequent sips. Yeah. I still yeah, feel yeah. it's bitter, but it doesn't, it's not this bitter that stays in your mouth where you just yeah. like, you need to. Yeah. I feel like it's a bitter taste, not an aftertaste. It yeah. doesn't hang. Yeah. 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 So as, a, as an accompaniment to spicy foods, it yeah. actually it yeah. would work remarkably would, well. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. All right. Well, mm-hmm. Shane. You are our guest, and so as as the rules have been written, you get the right of first wine this evening. And I have something very, very um, annoying to whine about. <laughs> um, I'd like to whine about the Myers-Briggs personality type test. Oh, no. That's oh. Gina's favourite thing. <laughs> Is wait, that for like real? The, no. I mean, sorry. I was going to be like, is that- <laughs> uh, we're going to. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> to clarify before you carry on. So I just, in my head, I know. Is that like the INFJ? Yes, Iron- okay, that is good. correct. Or any variation of that, which of it's that. all the same okay. pseudoscience I'm bullshit. so ready. Go. Like, look, if people are going to use these things in their own sort of like little gimmicky email, part, you know, those viral <laughs> emails they pass around, fine. But I have found it has become so prolific, and I can't speak for hetero dating, but on <laughs> like who like, can? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Gay dating, I can, it is and like, it's shit. <laughs> it is like a thing that it, the guys are obsessed with using to like aid them in the dating space. Is it? So, is it? Is it the new astrology? No, it's, where, so, uh, someone described the. Myers Briggs personality type test as astrology for business majors, okay. and I thought that is the <laughs> oh, best, yeah. best descriptor of that. So, one question again. Sorry for interrupting. Before we move on, are you saying as a queer person on queer dating sites or in? in- well, I've seen it. I've seen it doesn't 
exclusively there, but that's where I've encountered it. And because uh. I just kept seeing this INFJ, I'm like, what is this? And so I just typed in the acronyms, uh, of then found this thing. And then I found that there's a whole culture that buy into it wholesale. There are companies that will use this to determine who to hire and who to not hire. Oh, yeah. Oh, when wow. I was When I was working with the big company a number of years ago, the one that I exclusively did Christmas posters for. <laughs> uh, Shout out to them. You sound great. Um, yeah, I think it was three months in when everyone was forced to do this test okay. and figure out oh, where they worked. they were forced? Well, it was part of uh, like the induction building or whatever. Ah. And then we would, whenever we would uh, go in for like quarterly reviews or whatever, they would say, okay, so this is what we've, this is what we know about who you are as a person person so maybe you should look at this sort of path or do this better because we know as an infp that you're not very good at dealing with idiots and i'm like yes that's what i'm not good at that's what an entj (laughs) would say (laughs) Um, no but like do you know the origin of this thing so it was was a middle-aged woman and a young woman i think a mother and daughter but they had different surnames and uh, the the men had gone off to war, so this was in World War Two, I believe, oh. and they had gotten obsessed with uh, 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 Young. Carl Young had developed these like he he did these categories for personality types, and he had like twelve of them or whatever it was. Mm. And then they designed this. Basically, it was a parlor game thing that boiled it down into this test, and you get you get your different letters. So it was literally. It's based on science that even Carl Jung was then like, I was wrong because of his own stuff that okay. it's based on. Carl Jung refuted it and said that was bad, that like I figured out a different kind of a thing now. So it's based on it's pseudoscience based on pseudoscience. So it's like oh. the most diluted pseudoscience um. you can imagine. But when you suggest <laughs> this to people, they will react as badly as anti-vaxxers do when you suggest <laughs> that maybe vaccines work. And they, they, they bought into the cult. They react we all so know badly. This. And these are people who are coming out and pretending and they say, and they, they, yeah, but Shane, justification is businesses use it. So it <laughs> my, must be my good. prediction would be that all of these people that you're talking to are Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> this is so true. And we all know Pisces, like people, Pisces are trash or Sagittarians. <laughs> yeah. Probably yeah. roosters, am I right? You know, those roosters. <laughs> but no, they, they react so violently when you suggest that it's it's crap. And and then the fact that it comes into dating, it's like if, if we if there wasn't already like the barrier in of in gay dating of like otters and bears and <laughs> chimps and orangutans what? and all of what? this rubbish. Uh, no, I'm, I'm you know I'm making chickens. up uh, chickens. <laughs> okay. Sorry, twinks, like, twunks, bears, otters. Uh, there's just like all of this twigs. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's it. They're, those are things. Too. What context is it used in dating? Like, is it trying to first up? I am this, so I'll, I'm looking for my INTJ. Oh, okay. really? and I'm like, is that is that based on some sort of opposites attracting thing, or are there recommendations in the Myers Briggs test that says this yeah. person your will go, will this be, okay. category will go okay. with this one, this one will go with this one, well, and these two will fight? That's just like astrology and numerology and, and all those other. But it's like this yeah. is given the veneer of some kind of science over well, they astrology. All have some sort we'll of see, science, but, but astrology has its basis in mysticism. <laughs> astrology and Astrology is based on the stars yes. that are all dead, just like our dreams. Only some of them are dead. <laughs> Look, palmistry can be explained by biology. 
And you know biology is real, don't you? Therefore, palmistry is real. Yeah. Right, so, but it can't yeah. predict. Like, that's, like, but it, its basis is in occultism and mysticism, whereas this was like, oh, no, this is Carl Jung. This is hard psychological science. Mm. And the fact Jung that it's so very prevalent much like in the business Freud, world. And, like, if anyone refers to Freud as, like, hard science, you know, <gasps> that it's not... How then dare they you, sir? Young had some cool ideas. I will not. So did Freud. <laughs> he thought about having sex with his mother a lot. He did too. But the thing is that, like, <laughs> it, this is so. That was big, only for the book. Big, like, <laughs> business major type people, right? Like engineers. If they've done engineering, they're into this. If they've done maths, if they've done accounting, they're really into this thing. Yeah, because it, because that's a, it's a way of quantifying personality instead mm. of you know actually meeting someone and assessing. Oh well, God, you don't well, want to talk to someone. <laughs> Jeez. If that's not something that you're particularly good at, like say you're an engineer and you've spent a lot of time like. But do you know how to get better at that? By doing it? Or learning about this and you're going, this makes sense because this is math and if I apply this formula to life, I could possibly succeed. And the thing is, because there's no way to disprove that you disliking someone because of their Myers-Briggs status. Well, I've contemplated just (laughs) making up a letter category and I'm saying I am this and if you're not this, then, you know, like, and just making it up. But people don't talk to me on dating apps anyway, so I can't can't assess the, the the value of doing this. From what Gina tells us, you're not missing out on anything. In fact, it may no. even be a blessing in disguise. Mm. Now, okay, hear me out. Oh no. Here <laughs> Is we this go. your wine? Here comes here comes here comes the BuzzFeed queen. <laughs> okay, Tell us about okay, okay, the worthiness okay. of this quiz. No, okay. So I I have done it. I can't remember what I am. Um but I have done it and some of it was accurate, some of it was not but I will argue that that could be with anything. And I think we all need to take these sorts of our horoscopes and our Myers-Briggs test, whatever, with a grain of salt. You say with a grain of salt, you kind of need like a dump truck of salt <laughs> with these things. <laughs> I was, the one thing though is because when I did it and it said I was a beta and I'm like, I'm not that and here's why. And then I was like, oh, no, I'm buying into it. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I mean, I know where you're coming from. I just, if I, because I've seen it before when I was on Tinder or Bumble or whatever, and immediately the first thing was, you know, I'm an INFJ. Oh, so it's not exclusive to gay men. Oh, no, no, no. I've, I haven't seen it often, but I have seen it. Every profile, literally, oh. like, maybe, like the one in every 10 profiles won't have it. Yeah, and I right. found one profile that actually had that line about it's it's, Wait, it's it's astrology for business majors. I'm like, I'm swiping right <laughs> on you. Yeah, it's that prevalent. It is that prevalent. I could I, I, I I've deleted the apps now, but I could if I downloaded them again and brought it up, you will I I could literally swipe through an I ocean mean, of it. I would have considered the reverse, like one in ten, to also be a very high number of people buying into it. No, there are less saying it's horos- more like there are in- less horoscope people on dating apps than there are yeah. Myers Briggs. Well, which because is- you know this is modern. And it's and it's sciencey, just like palmistry was once sciencey. I'm sure tarot had phrenology. Some sort of they phrenology. Were all, they yeah. were all pilot. Like like the Ouija board was not intended to be a serious. Let's summon the spirits. It was like their version of binge watching Game of Thrones. But it was because modern, they and it was and it was there. It's something that their generation invented or was around. But they were I all aware that it was real. Ouija board. I Sorry? believe in that shit too much. <laughs> but it's like a board game by the same people who do Monopoly, you know? Yeah, what if it was a Parker Brothers Ouija board? Oh, no, sorry. Like no. a mass-produced So the same Ouija company board. that do Transformers make Ouija boards? No. 
Yeah, seriously. Hasbro. <laughs> no, I'm sure yeah, they seriously. do. I'm sure they do, but I will never, So, like, they ever do Transformers, then on the side, they're, like, into the business of demon summoning. <laughs> I'm sure, like... Do you believe in demons, though? I I believe in them enough to not do it. Oh, what do you mean enough? Like, you <laughs> really? do or you don't, though? I... Like, because if you do, because then that means you would... No, 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 no. You it doesn't it doesn't have to be you believe in them or not. Like you can consciously not believe in something, but still have a visceral fear of something like that happening. Yeah. Like you can know beyond a shadow of a doubt that that spider, even if it jumps on you, is not going to hurt you in any way, but still be terrified of that spider <laughs> not doing a lot of nothing, spiders. walking in the opposite direction, going to turn around, run and jump That's on your a, face. But there That's is not a lot of spiders fear, though, that have yeah. the power to jump on you that aren't also going to bite you and kill you with a single bite. There's not a lot of them that can jump like that. Sure. Oh, yeah. there, only, only, only seven out of every oh, ten spiders. Child, when but, you're a child and you watch a, a horror movie about demons, like you don't have enough reference to know that that's only but fake. when you're an adult. And you have all of the evidence okay, because adults if magic are scared powers of, were real. Are scared of uh, uh, the dark, adult, like people suffer from PTSD. They know they're not in any danger. See, but here's how I know that demons aren't real because more people would be abusing them and just like, I hate you, bitch. Let's summon a demon in your fucking house. <laughs> See no. how you like it. Okay, you know? here's the thing. You haven't read enough or watched enough stuff. Because if you summon the demon, if you summon the demon, you're the one that gets fucked over, not the other person. And I, I don't yeah, know. all those missing people, Shane, demon summoners. But then how does someone get cursed? Because uh, isn't know. the curse E, the curser, the one who That's should the be thing. punished? I don't but know. The curse, so I don't like, know how this works. Which I don't is, know which is for sure. We all know, we all know which is I just cursed. don't want to find out, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't no know. Ouija boards. <laughs> I don't know if it's real. I don't know if it's not, but I have the sneaking suspicion that it could be, and I'm not gonna be the dumb motherfucker who finds out by being like, "Ooh, yeah, let's okay, fucking play okay. a Ouija board." Shane, you can't okay. hold this against Shane because what she's done is she's learnt the lessons that horror movies try to teach. Is that yes? Attractive women shouldn't tempt fate. No, but then you should all should all then you shouldn't also be having sex because as long as you don't have sex, you're safe. That's like every horror if movie. If you're ever. in a horror movie situation, if you're outside of a horror movie situation, you can have sex and it's fine. But, you, oh, but, look, but the okay. only way to survive is to be a virgin. As a, as a as a woman, practically just don't do anything. Stay in your own home and hopefully you'll be safe. But even then, probably not. The Strangers right. with Liv Tyler has has now refuted that. Yeah, that's so like you, it doesn't. You can do anything. Like that scare the hell out of me because that's real. That shit you read about in the papers. Someone's house got broken into and they got chopped into pieces and had to eat themselves. Like that's the stuff that happens. Like you never it see does. like house set on fire by demonic forces and Ouija board gone wrong. Like that's never an article that appears on the Courier Mail. Yeah, I know. I feel like if it was real it would happen more often okay no hear me out okay you're being very something or other right okay so (laughs) rational and logical yes exactly i'm not i'm saying i'm not saying these things happen as much as fucking murders and rapes but i'm saying i'm sure it does happen either low scale or big scale but it gets rushed under the i'd love to see evidence of Powers, because that means like wizards and shit have to be real too. And ghosts. How? <laughs> ghosts are real. If demons are real, then so is magical powers. Unless. No, not. Unless. Because demons have their own. Demons origin. immediately kill you. Demons are from another world. Like it's <laughs> demons aren't magical. But the mythology of demons comes from the same texts that then also accept the, bully, the existence of witches. 
I mean, and sure. wizards. And if we then I sign me the fuck up for magical <laughs> powers, please. I will. I will. I will summon all of Satan's powers. Let's keep in context. Those people also shit in their pants that they sewed themselves into over the winter. What? It's true. Oh yeah. Yeah. All I'm saying is, I don't know if it's real, but I've had like, not I've had instances where I've been like touched by a ghost or I've seen anything, but I know people who have had very close encounters with whatever. And like, I've lived in really old apartments where doors fucking close when all the windows are closed. That's just typical ENTJ thinking. <laughs> Classic uh, Gemini. Uh, if only you were an IFP and Q, then we, you would be so much I'm more. I'm not saying it's We could real. have had something, but I'm sorry. I think, I think what we're going to toast this week is just uh, to witchcraft. To witchcraft. To witchcraft. Voodoo <laughs> and all your up. other. Sign witchcraft for witchcraft. Voodoo. Voodoo. Oh, hoodoo's amazing. Black magics. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. For the record. I don't. I'm not saying it's real, but I'm not saying you can't discount it. You're not saying it's as, not real. Yeah, and I'm not going <laughs> to take the chance. She's afraid enough of it to, to not, not tempt do fate. it. Yeah, I don't want to die by a demon because everyone's going to think, "Oh, damn, she's just a dumb bitch who fell down the stairs." No, I'm very careful. But then they report it. Then they report it in the Korea Mail, and then they'd be like, "Oh, yay, we know demons are real now." Well, <gasps> demons and witches aside, we are sponsored by thewinegallery.com.au. Uh, you can use our code glass of wine with an H at checkout for an extra $25 off your order. Or you can use that to add another bottle to your order and then you get free delivery. What a segue. Win, win. <laughs> there it's wasn't so much a segue like as like, let's get off this topic and on to the end of the episode. Uh, so thank you again, Shane, for uh, joining us. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I'd like to off? plug my podcast, The Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. We talk about what, movies what? and TV shows. We have some really cool guests. We've been trying to work on getting some female filmmakers on board as well. We had some really cool guests. We've got one coming up. I'm trying to schedule that up. and It's going to be amazing. Um, and also my feature film. I made a feature film a couple of years ago, and it's available on Vimeo On Demand. It's Red Curtain Hell. It's set in a, a theatre where- How many witches? Look, they're doing Hamlet, not Macbeth, okay. but there is references to Macbeth. So uh, that's confusing. They're doing a bad production of Hamlet, and everyone's like a narcissistic twat. So it's wow. so theater. It's very yeah. So theater. It's very <laughs> yeah. cathartic, and that one's available on Vimeo on demand. That's vimeo.com slash on demand slash Red Curtain Hell, and you can use the code Picture Rangers to get twenty percent off your rental or purchase. And there's tons of bonus features. There's a twenty minute behind the scenes. There is a blooper reel. There is a commentary track. It's got all the bells and whistles. Huzzah. So it's worth the price. Mm. That's cool. I don't know. Excellent. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Andy. Oh, a pleasure as always. Once again, thank you, Gina, for all your cautionary tales. <laughs> thank you. Beware of demons. <laughs> uh, I have been Zane C. Weber, and we will catch you same time, same place next week. Uh, watch out for those demons, everyone. Play with Ouija boards. a mess. War, famine, politics. Why can't everyone just get along? Yeah, like in musicals. Musicals fix everything. 
If people listened and learned from musicals, everything would be better. Music, lights and spontaneous choreography. What isn't there to love? If you want to learn all of life's important lessons or just listen to some musical theatre nerds wax lyrical, subscribe to Musicals Tell Me Everything I Know wherever you find fun and funny podcasts. Or at our website at thatsnotcanonproductions.com. That's Not Canon Productions podcast. Do you enjoy video games, have heard of video games, or perhaps exist in a world where video games also exist? Then we have the podcast for you. Cutscene Saga is the new podcast from That's Not Canon Productions. We focus on the stories and the best bits of all video games, old and new, and discuss them with fans and our regular host, Joe Diskett. So get on to that'snotcanon.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcatching app to find Cutscene Saga, the new video game podcast for you.